This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Well, and also welcome to the strange land of in-between. Somebody commented today that where they were living, which is just outside London, they're waiting for the wave, like the rest of us. Something is here already, but something bigger is coming too. We wait and we prepare and we carry on as normal, as best we can. At least the alpacas help with that. Their routine is their routine, and though they miss seeing visitors, it's also a delight to see me when they hear the food going into the troughs. At least I like to think so. I must confess to cutting down their rations. The grass is growing well at the moment, and they are feeding well. Because they are free to roam within limits, a bit like me really, They often take themselves off to graze before I get to give them breakfast, an advantage of the early mornings being lighter. At least until we have this clock change to British summertime. They don't understand that either, and always start looking for me earlier than my clock says they should be. Okay, so I know we skipped spring, but it is seriously sunny and warm for Wales, and for this time of year. The flies have started to appear again. Just a few, but it puts me on alert. We have a few alpacas that had fly strike issues last year, so keep an eye and a nose out for any signs. Those ones may get early shearing, so nothing can be hidden under the full fleece. We shall see. Since the income stream from visitors has dried up, it will become increasingly a challenge to keep feeding the herd. At the moment, the grass and the spring are on our side, thankfully. One step at a time, but thought needs to be given to the future. Uncertain times and unknown timescales. I know we're not the only ones, and many will be facing even bigger challenges. In the midst of all the current stuff, I feel incredibly blessed and fortunate. Hope you're well and staying connected where you can. Drop me a line or leave me a voice message. I would love to hear from you and can cascade it on to the other listeners of the podcast, if you're happy for me to do so. It would have been the British Alpaca Society National Show this coming weekend. Of course, this has had to be cancelled for this year. You can't replace being there, but here is a little taste from last year, which I hope you enjoy. So, I set off early in the morning, leaving the feeding round with my own herd to my wife while I hit the tarmac and headed for Telford. No, I don't know where it is either. Thank goodness for Satnav. The journey took me through some amazing countryside and mostly empty roads. That could have been because the Satnav directed me down the shortest but very scenic route, which included some single-track B-roads with grass growing in the middle of them. Note to self. When in a hurry, motorways may be slightly longer, but are more direct and less stressful. I arrived safely and parked easily. Quite a buzz going on when I arrived and entered the display of trade stands. 
I weaved my way through, if you'll pardon the pun, to reach the two show rings and pens where the alpacas to be exhibited were accommodated. The sounds of fans filled the air, both people enthusiastically viewing the animals and the cooling fans hanging on the pen walls. Many animals were positioning themselves right in front of the breeze, looking very pleased with themselves. I love alpacas, and seeing so many top-quality animals is always a delight. The big screen by the show ring allows people watching the judging to get a good view of the fleece, as it's opened by the expert hands of the judges. We had various episodes from people who I met at the show, but one in particular stood out, and that was Marta and her alpaca jewellery. Let's hear from her now. My name is Marta Kwasniewicz. I'm from Alpa Capella Jewelry. It's my new brand. Today I'm having launch of my brand. And I'm a jewelry maker. Uh, all my jewelry uh, is made from alpaca yarn. It's pure, natural alpaca yarn. And uh, in my projects I uh, use different kinds of methods. Uh, I use a kumihimo disc, it's a Japanese braiding technique. Oh, okay, right. Yes, and I yeah, right. link it with uh, needle felting, right. uh, with crocheting, uh, with tatting sometimes. So, tatting as well? Yes, wow. as well. No, no, not many people know about that. My, really? <laughs> my, my great aunt used to do a lot of tatting, so uh, I recognise that. Yeah, it's, it's hard because uh, sometimes uh, an alpaca yarn uh, has an even surface. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. So I try to create something different. And uh, why? Because I try to find something for myself. Right. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything interesting. So I thought, okay, I can make it for myself and for uh, different people. And on the other hand, I... I believe that alpaca fiber is so lovely and has so many advantages that we should promote it everywhere. So it's, I think that it's something new uh, on our market. Yep. And I want to show alpaca breeders how they can use their own yarn yep. in different way. Excellent. Yeah. And certainly the, the, the products, are they are really stylish. I oh, really like them. You. They're very, very nice. <laughs> and very practical as well. You can wear them with all kinds of things. So that's, that's, oh, that's, that's really good. Thank you very much. And whereabouts are you based? In Norfolk. Norfolk. The show not happening this year will be a big miss for many, and we'll just have to try and stay connected in other ways. So thanks for being here on this episode, and stay safe, stay at home, stay well. Catch you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a good day.